and stay connected. This is Digital Radio. The time is now. The place is here. We're going to have a little talk. It's just chat with Bree. Right now on KYBN Radio. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the host and the host alone and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the KYBN Radio Network. Due to its content, viewer discretion is advised. Good afternoon or good evening and welcome to Just Chat with Bree. Today, I thought I would try something a little bit different and a little exciting at the same time. We have two artists that are going to be coming on our show, Sonny the Poet and King Bryce, who is going to be an indie spotlight feature. And they were both hanging out and I thought, you know what, let's get them to help us get started with Fabulous Friday. Good morning, King Bryce. Good morning, Sonny the Poet. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you guys so much for coming and hanging out. Fabulous Friday is all about just relaxing, unwinding. I I thought maybe... um, I'd ask Miss Sonny, you got a you got a topic that's out there right now that we can do real quick and not not have it bad as a bad topic. Something with music, something music related. Something music related. Okay, something poetry. So only, <laughs> something poetry. A topic for something poetry is um, I love influencing other poets to use their art to celebrate people. That nice. is a topic that I always love speaking on. Okay, you know so what? go ahead, go ahead. When you, when you said that, uh, when, when I first heard that she was a poet, it's kind of funny because I was saying how a lot of the spoken word artists don't have a, a, a big platform. And, you know, like everybody's into rap. So there was a project that I have in mind, and I was saying to someone like two weeks ago that I need to find a spoken word artist, but somebody that's, you know, really trying to, like, get their work out there. But what I would do is just have the person do the intro. But this is something, you know, to motivate, uh, you know, the fallen soldiers all around the world, you know, that died in ridiculous wars, something like that, you know what I mean? So I found it interesting that a lot of times how people like herself don't get the, they don't get the recognition because everything is just, you know, with a beat behind it and turn up, turn up. Sometimes we just need to... Just listen to the poets, you know? Well, I thought that was interesting. I, I, I don't know what you guys think about this, but when I say the name Amanda Gorman, I think she clearly has just reinvented the modern-day Maya Angelou. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, she made a big impact, too, on, you know, with that on, on, on that platform. You can't get bigger than that, you know? Right. Like, and, and, Sonny, like, you're, you're a poet, so how, how did that affect you? And and your you know in other words, there's always a musician that other musicians can be like, yeah. With Miss um, Gorman, how how did that affect you? And you are into the poetry. Did it give you a new revived energy to want to do more? I was actually already doing a lot of streaming prior to her having that platform, and so 
when she was allowed to speak and her being a black woman, her being so young, it it kind of just confirmed what I was already doing. It was um, definitely um, inspirational, definitely motivating, but I was already, I, I already made it up in my mind, this is what I'm going to do, and I want to influence as many poets as possible to to build their platform, to continue to expound on this artistry. That's excellent. I, I have a question for both of you. Mm-hmm. Now that COVID has eased up for at least another month, <laughs> because, you know, we're yeah, getting ready right. to go into flu season again, but since it's eased up for at least another month, what each of you, um, um, you know, we'll, let's start with King Bryce. What are some of the things you want to get out there and do with your art form before it closes up again, if it's going to close up? Well, me personally, I like to I like to reach out to certain people that I know are doing things like of substance, you know what I'm saying, the community. So what I want to do is basically I started that too, was go around different businesses and give out my cards, you know, give out some cards and um, to prepare for the next the next season. Because, um, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. Things may just, you know, things may open up. But I like to stay stay connected with the people while I'm working behind the scenes. So that's one of the things. Uh, and then in the meantime, organize events. Even if you're not sure when things will open up, you can just draft it out. and just. So we plan to do that, actually. Even even a performance. There's a possible performance coming up in uh, New Jersey and New York. So I'm looking forward to that. And that's before the year ends. Wow. Sonny? I'm networking as much as possible. I'm actually working with a few uh, people in the community, and we want to start hosting more poetry pop-ups. I also, I go throughout my community. Anytime I go to, like, Target or Walmart, I live in a predominantly uh, white city, and whenever I see a black woman or a black man, I stop them and I introduce myself to them. And I ask them if I can recite a poem to them. I have a black queen poem. I have a black king poem. And previously, I wasn't doing that because of COVID, the whole, you know, making sure you practice social distancing and things like that. So I'm going to continue to, as they say, pound the pavement and continue to look for opportunities to do poetry pop-ups and host open mics myself. That's excellent. That is excellent. Real quick. Yes. The same way you asked me about the streaming and Internet, I always wanted to know how did that affect, like, how did that affect, you know, book readers and writers, somebody like herself that, that's into poetry? Do you feel like, you know, the, the invention of Kindles and all that, do you think that motivated people to read more or less? Is it harder for people like you to get your art out there? I just started getting my art out there, so I don't have anything to really gauge it on. I personally, I like real books. I don't like so much technology. I don't like being glued into the TV or the computer. I'm really kind of old-fashioned. I I don't even really watch TV that much, so I'm a biased probably. (laughs) I hear you on that because... I don't have cable. I got rid of cable. Uh, not cable, but yeah, yeah, the direct TV stuff. I got rid of all of that stuff. And I have the Hulu, the Netflix, and 
you know, yeah, you I didn't did. even know. Look, I didn't even know Bismarck. He had passed away until my, my son texted to me, and I saw it on Facebook. I was like, oh. So I didn't even know the, the hotel had collapsed until that night when I did my little Yahoo News thing. So sometimes I guess I have to go back and, and look at that stuff, but I don't think about it. But look, do you guys mind coming back? I'm going to take a quick break. Do you mind coming back for one more segment with me before we go into Fabulous Friday? Sure. The time I spent with you, I wanted to be quality. Cause I don't have tomorrow, and until the time I will see. The time I spent with you, I wanted to be quality.
Don't you go anywhere because there's more Just Chat with Bree to come. Your one-stop shop, listening pleasure, 24 hours, 7 days a week. And welcome back to Fabulous Fridays. You know, we're always doing something new and different on Fabulous Fridays because it's just fabulous. Today, I have King Bryce and I have Miss Sunny, the poet. And we're going to do something a little different today. We're going to do a round robin of questions. I'm going to ask each one of them a question and then they're going to ask me a question I don't know how I like that, but we're going to try it anyway. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So I'm going to start with Miss Sonny, the poet. What is your favorite poem and why? One of my favorite poems is Accountability by Paul Lawrence Dunbar. And it's my favorite poem because it talks about basically not judging other people and not not censuring them, not um, putting someone in a category or box, and it, and it reminds you that, you know, you need to just be yourself. Um, one of the lines are, you know, John can't take the place of Henry, and Sue and Sally ain't alike, you know, and then at the end, it, um, it ends with um, the husband saying to the wife, you know, go on and put on a kettle. You know, go and put the kettle on. I got one of Master's chickens. And so at a young age, it had me thinking about, wow, you know, did he steal the chicken? But um, he shouldn't have a master in the first place. So, you know, God, you know, just help me to make sure I'm right and love myself, you know. And so, yeah, that's, that's um, one of my favorite poems, and that's why. I like that. King Bryce, yes. what is one of your favorite songs and why? One of my favorite songs. One of my favorite songs, I would have to say, I would say, there's so many, but I would say one of my favorite songs would be, um, there's a record by uh, Bill Collins called Another Day in Paradise. That record to me is one of my favorite songs because it's it actually, it's a, it's a noble record, but when I, you know, when you live in New York and you, you see the amount of people that's struggling, you know, all over all over the country, but, you know, with the homeless population and certain people that are, like, I'm talking about real intelligent people, but based because of whatever situation, that, for, for some reason, I, I said, wait a minute, I remember when this man was singing about this stuff. I didn't used to see it as a child to that capacity. So, to me, it's like, it sounds weird because I do hip-hop music, but for me, it's like, you know, another day in paradise. And he's saying how one person is living good while another person is in terrible condition. So, that, to me, you know, records like that, you know, Michael Jackson, Human Nature, we talk about the planet and all that stuff. I could say those two records are, like, one of the biggest records, like, you know, since we're not talking about a particular genre. You know what I mean? Right, right. Uh, what, it's time for me to ask you a question now, or... <laughs> you said that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, since we're on the radio, right? Uh-huh. This is like now it's, a, now it's a popular thing. Have you seen? I know you notice a lot of people doing podcasts and things like that. What motivated you to get into this um, field of the business? 
like, or who influenced you the most out of, you know, the many people that are out there that are actually on radio? Well, that's interesting because I, I can answer that a couple of different ways. I've always been in the forensic field of oratory interpretation and competitions ever since high school and college. I talk a lot. I always wanted to be in the voiceover field. I wanted to be a voiceover artist because I felt like I could make a really good commercial. And I always wanted to do the, please step away from the car. Please. <laughs> you know, please, please step away from the car. I said, get away from my car. I, and, I, and I always thought that, you know, people always said, oh, you have a pleasant voice. And so I wanted to use my voice in that way. I was right in the process of getting ready to start with the uh, voiceover commercials and stuff. And this opportunity came in line. And I've, I've done a little bit of commercials before. So I love to talk. And I get to control a whole hour of conversation. Better way could I talk? <laughs> and I get to help other people at the same time. So no one really inspired me other than my, my late grandson because the two of us were going to do a show together. We were going to start our own podcast. So I did this in memory of him. Nice. Mm. That's beautiful. So um, I had a question for Sonny. Can I ask? Uh, yes, you can. I, I, guess, uh, I would say, well, with her, like, what has been, like, your biggest challenge as far as trying to get people to uh, pay attention to your craft? Like, what do you feel is, like, an obstacle for you or that you find is, like, a little challenge? Because since you're, you know, with your field, we you know for poetry, since it's not as out there like I used to be because we talked about the saturation of the Internet. So for you, I always wonder, like, is it, you know, is it just as difficult for spoken word artists and poets as it is for musicians with certain obstacles? I, uh, I have a different income from my poetry. So I haven't, well, I can't say I haven't been paid for my poetry um, because I actually have been, been getting tipped for my poetry lately. I don't cool. see anything as an obstacle. I'm doing what I love to do, and that's... Um, you know, writing, inspiring others, and touching lives. So I don't see anything as an obstacle right now. Doors have been open and left and right for me. God has been blessing me, and I feel like God is just telling me to continue to do what I'm doing. If I put the pressure on myself and say, oh, I want to make, you know, $5,000, um, then I would see challenges. But I don't have any pressure like that on me. Every day I'm grateful for a follow on social media. Every day I'm grateful if someone takes the time to just listen to my poetry. And every time that someone has stopped and listened to my poetry, they thank me and I'm thanking them back, you know. So it's um, if I continue to just stay in a spirit of gratitude, I don't see challenges. I, I just see opportunity. Excellent. That's great. And Miss Sonny. Yeah. Let, let, we, we're going to run out of time, but I want Miss Sonny to get her questions out real quick. Um, I just wanted to ask um, you, what has been your most, I guess, rewarding feeling of um, your radio show? Like, what, what is the most rewarding thing for you doing this type of work? My son was a indie artist, and we struggled to get into radio. I always promised that if I ever got a platform where I could promote indie artists, that is what I would do. And I opened my doors for every one poetry um music uh i even had a cookie baker and that's why it's just chat with brie and that's why 
I, I open my arms to anyone. I'm giving everyone that 15 minutes of fame. You, you don't know where it'll go. And that's what I want to do. I want to help the indie artists. I want them to have a platform. And here you are. Wow, thank you. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity. And Mr. King Bryce, um, it's kind of like a similar question, but what type of responsibilities do you feel like you have to to the world, I guess, in terms of the art you do or the artists that you connect with? Um, I, guess I would say a lot. A lot of times, like usually too, when I create art, Big, the biggest reward I would say would be um, when someone appreciates the the, the, the art, and it, it, especially when it's people that are not in the field of music that I'm in. You know what I mean? The person doesn't matter where they're from. I get you know responses from people from all over, all walks of life, all different backgrounds that listen to all different genres. So that lets me know that I'm doing something right. But also, I do take a responsibility as far as the content that I put out there. I feel like a lot of times, you know, hip hop artists are a little bit negligent, and they don't want to take that responsibility. Say, oh, well, you know, it's the parents. Of course it's the parents, but we play a role too. It's almost like when you when the parents send the kids to school. Well, the teachers also have their responsibility. So when the people are listening to our music, for that time we're responsible for what the kids are listening to because people don't want to take the responsibility, but it comes with the job. So not to be a goody two-shoe, but I do take that into consideration. So I, 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 I make the type of music that's going to, that doesn't, basically I try not to add to the negative stigmas that we already have against us, you know what I mean? This, uh, the deaf culture is too much. So there's, a, there's much, much more things out there that black people are about um, that it hasn't been on the forefront. So whenever I meet talented people, I try to point them out. And so I, I feel like it's a huge responsibility, which I don't mind because it actually makes me more creative even in writing. You know, instead of using this word, maybe you should, you know, go that route. Say this word. And it's not like you're altering your craft or anything like that. You're just being considerate of the listener. So as an artist, I take on that responsibility. I embrace it. I don't I don't try to navigate away from it. You know what I mean? Wow, that's excellent. Excellent, excellent. All right, listeners, we have come to the close of our segment. However, we have not come to the close of the show. So get your dancing shoes on, get your head ready to tap, and put your earbuds, earplugs, or whatever you use in and get ready because it is time for DJ Black to take us out. King Bryce and Miss Sonny the Poet. I thank you guys so much for hanging out with me on this fabulous Friday, and I invite you back again soon, okay? All Definitely right. Thank you for having me. And I Thank appreciate you for it. Yeah. Definitely supporting supporting the show all the way. It's been a pleasure and it was actually fun, you know, listening to the, those questions. We were a little bit nervous, you know, artists saying, What's she gonna ask? What's she gonna ask? <laughs> <laughs> it was, but it you was know, it's all good. It's all good. We're gonna do this again. I like this. I like this. Listeners, we'll be right back with DJ Black and I'll see you on Monday. Yeah, but the way I 
Sonny the Poet on the mic, and y'all know what it is, it's Poetry Vibes. This next piece is titled, Forgiveness is for Me. The bravest thing I've ever done is forgive myself and those who have done me wrong. So many mistakes, it's hard not to think, what have I done? So many shots, sometimes I be wondering, when is it going to be my turn to be shined on by the sun? But thank God I've moved on. Because the hurt used to hurt so bad. And sometimes I still get sad and for a moment even mad. But then I just smile and breathe and I remind myself that I truly believe in the power of love. Yes, triggers might come and make it rough. But believing in love makes me that one. And even though it's easy to wonder what others might think. And sometimes I might even question, am I weak? (laughs) But nope, because I remind myself that it takes a whole lot of strength to forgive and forgiveness is for me. Plus, no one can live my life and if someone is so concerned with my plight then they'll be right by my side, no lie. So if you're not my ride or die or wanting to see me shine, then why even care about 
who I forgive and what I'm doing with my life. Hey, yes, Sonny the Poet on the mic. And I just want to give a quick shout out to my children, Macklin, Rushmore, Cleopatra, and Jewel. They have taught me so much and they continue to teach me. In a riveting new documentary titled Gina's Life, you will witness the real life heartaches and struggles of Gina Brown. As you take a walk in Gina's moccasins, you'll share her very personal pain of being abused by her stepfather as a child and the gut-wrenching torment of losing her most precious gift, her children. And why? Because of the lies and deceit of her very own family. This truly awe-inspiring story will keep you glued to the screen and rooting for Gina. Get a sneak peek of Gina's life today at ginabrown.info. Mixing up the hottest throwbacks, you're in the kitchen with DJ Black. Screaming, the media says what? What kind of music is this for you to dance to? The man with the plan and the band demands you Leave the smack and the crack for the whack For the vile and the knock, keep a smile like that Leave the knife and the gun in the store And ignore temptation, set by the nation Racial game causes pain, needs a new rep In your heart and mind, never forget who set Hawkins and when you walk in, you know just one Black on black, remember that, it's important Anyway, the shunless one, bring forth the fun No hatred, the summer's almost done No time for sleep, jump in your jeep And pump up the funky beat, a holy Goes off, yo, smash it, then trash it You're too young to be plumped in a casket Just get your boys and bring the noise and just swing it And for the people, sing it Back on the scene with a pocket full of green. Back on the scene with a pocket full of green. Back on the scene with a pocket full of green. Back on the scene with a pocket full of green. Back on the scene with a pocket full of green. Back on the scene with a pocket full of green. Back on the scene with a poc
Kitchen with DJ Black. Gospel Talk, and Mixing up the hottest throwbacks. You're in the kitchen with DJ Black.
as possibly could be the start of everything Just like my dreams, baby, you have come to rescue me Can't fight with the feeling, boy, I won't cause the feeling is so real All I'm really trying to say is you've completely rearranged my story Still don't mean to 
Hey, six foot one and three quarters. The reason we bring this up is the current CDC guidelines recommend you keep social distancing of at least six feet between you and anyone else. How far away is that? That's easy. Stay a rusty ray away. At work, 